All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Devils with Deke with your host, Nick Scortino. So today we've got a lot of uh, Devils talk to uh, get into. So to start things off, um, you know, let's take a little look back at the uh, at the previous you know few games that they played. So they uh, Devils um, took on Vancouver, beat them seven to two. Nico Dawes got the win in that game. It was a very uh, you know high scoring game for the Devils, and be quite frankly, it was uh, you know a game I was very uh, surprised by because I was not expecting any of that to uh, necessarily happen. Uh, but then, unfortunately, you know, the Devils go uh, to Columbus and lose 4-3. to three. Uh, Not a very good uh, performance by them in that game. And Friday, March 4th, they took on the New York Rangers and also lost 3-1. Uh, to one. So not necessarily the, you know, obviously not the best performance uh, against one of your rivals. But, I mean, hey, you win some, you lose some, and... That's that, and that's basically how this season is going. <laughs> is going, but uh, then getting into um, the Devils took on the St. Louis Blues uh, Sunday, March sixth. Uh, this game, I was very surprised by it because uh, you know, Devils scored two goals uh, in the between the first and second period, and they let the Blues come back and score two goals in the third period. But what? surprised me the most was the just sheer impact that Dougie Hamilton has on this team is unbelievable um so they go on the uh overtime three on three Dougie Hamilton comes in and Roos won uh over the St. Louis Blues goalie and it was such an electric goal I mean you know he was celebrating uh, after it too, and it was just, it was a lot of fun to, uh, you know, see that unfold. And I personally, I think that, you know, Dougie has obviously missed a lot of games. He's only played in nine games this season. Uh, or not nine, he has not played nine games this season. He has, uh, let's see, he's played in 36 games this season. He has nine goals, 15 assists, and 24 points. But obviously, he missed a decent amount of time with a broken jaw so uh you know can't really do much that much about that but you know hopefully they can you know uh put him back on the top line for the uh, power play because they desperately need him uh Severson can't necessarily hold that uh line much longer I don't think and if they can really get him there uh that'd be excellent for the Devils to have him back on the top power play line. And to be honest, it'd be awesome to have him paired with Ryan Graves again because uh, that defensive pairing in the beginning of the season especially was just awesome to uh, to watch. And, you know, a lot of people might say Dougie Hamilton was a bu- is being a bust so far uh, playing in his first year of a seven-year contract, but I don't think so. I mean, as a Devils fan, I haven't seen, you know, we haven't really seen great defenders since probably Scott Stevens and Scott Niedemeyer. And, you know, Dougie, big guy. He is, uh, you know, he's 6'6", 229 pounds. He's an absolute unit on the ice. And I think that, you know, these next, hopefully these these next seven years, like if he, hopefully he stays for the, you know, entirety of the contract. But I think that they'll be great because the Devils are trending in uh, a pretty – upward direction 
you know, they've got they've got the, t- the core young guys that they're use- using to build around. It's just you got to get the other pieces in place. Uh, like, you know, you got to move around a guy like Pavel Zaka or some other uh, some other pieces. Uh, Jimmy Vesey, probably Mason uh, Geertsen. And one guy that I'm going to talk about that's actually not coming back is P.K. Subban. Uh, Subban is... Uh, was told uh, earlier this week by um, Tom, the Devils uh, general manager Tom Fitzgerald that uh, he will not be offered a contract. And this, I think, is the smartest uh, decision for this whole situation just because of how the PK... I mean, let's be honest. PK Superman hasn't really done anything to warrant getting a contract extension for the Devils. And on top of that... Uh, shedding that $9 million that he's making this season will be absolutely fantastic for the Devils, so they can use that to put it towards something else that they desperately need, like a goalie or, you know, another right-handed defenseman, which they definitely need. So I think it's a good move. Uh, And, you know, as I stated before, you know, Jimmy Vesey's uh, an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. Mason Geertsen and John Gillies are all unrestricted free agents. So hopefully they will, um, I mean, honestly, at this point, just move those guys. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather get something for uh, some of them than get nothing at all and let them walk at the end of the year. So, um, but yeah. And also tonight, the Devils will be taking on the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> It's it's really sad to say this, but right now, if I if I mean I'm not going to the game. It's obviously you know six o'clock right now, but you know right now tickets are like three to five dollars to go go to this game at, in the Prudential Center. So it's strange, you know. It's not something. I mean, the Devils have always had cheap tickets. That's been always been a you know thing, uh, but uh, you know. It's Colorado. Colorado is one of the best teams in the league right now. Uh, and, I mean, I'm going to watch this game. You know, it would be great for the Devils to pull out a win, but I don't think that's going to happen. You, you can't really, you know, def- you can't really defend the whole line of, you know, Camel Carr, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Miko Rantanen, and even, you know, a guy like Gabriel uh, Landeskog and all these other, you know, all the other talent that Colorado has. So, We'll see how it goes. Um, I'll keep you guys updated uh, as that game goes uh, gets underway later on this evening. And going back to some of the uh, some other interesting news regarding some youth of the Devils. So Ty Smith um, against St. Louis was one of the people that scored that goal and uh, scored a goal in that game. And he had been missing for quite some time. I mean, this season he's got he's played he's got forty five games under his belt, two goals, twelve assists, fourteen points. Obviously, you know, not the best season, but I think uh, you know I think he's trending in the upward direction. I think it'll be good uh, for him to start getting these minutes again because he, I, the thing is, he yes he hasn't been necessarily the best defensive player uh you know and most reliable defensive player in on that left side for the devils but you gotta remember he's 21 gonna be 22 he can't really you know i wouldn't trade that and you know you have if i remember correctly it was uh vancouver was inquiring about him and the devils would be stupid to trade him 
he had a great rookie season last year, and you know, he's not having the best sophomore year, and that's okay, honestly. That really is. I don't, I don't really see that being, you know, that much of an issue. So, I'm just hoping that they don't do something stupid. And um, you know, then going on to some of the key players the Devils are building around. Uh, obviously, you know, you got the captain Nico Heischer. Uh, 50 games played this season so far, 16 goals, 22 assists, 38 points. He's putting up a excellent, excellent season so far. Um, then going on to Jesper Bratt, who's got, you know, 51 games played this season, uh, 19 goals, 32 assists, and he uh, actually has 51 points. So he's also playing at an unbelievable level. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for that, especially because, you know, he's only 23. He's proven to be a very, very uh, reliable goal-scoring winger for them. And on top of that, just to like throw shed some light on this, he was drafted in the sixth sixth round. He was hundred the 162nd overall pick in the 2016 NHL entry draft. That's honestly wild. And, I mean, right now they're, they're going to have to, uh, you know, talk about contract extensions with him, but I'm hoping they can keep him around, uh, you know, Hoping they can keep him around. And then going on to the other, uh, another <laughs> superstar that they have on their team, which is uh, obviously Jack Hughes. You know, he's only 20 years old. He was, you know, the first round, uh, he was the first overall pick in the 2019 NHL draft. And he also, the other day, has reached 40 points in 36 games, which, um, He's the fastest player to do it since uh, Zach Parisi did it in 31 games in the 2008-2009 season. So it's been a while since the Devils have necessarily had a, you know, really, really good, you know, superstar center like uh, Jack Hughes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nico Heischer, Nico Heischer is, a, is a bright star for the, the Devils. He's just obviously not as flashy as Jack Hughes is, and I mean that that shows in the way that they that they both play, and that's honestly perfectly fine with me. And you know, Hughes, it's just he is a completely different monster this season, and especially with him being locked up for eight years, that's honestly pretty impressive that the that Tom Fitzgerald was able to get that done. And now people are probably eating their words a little bit about that contract because he is now playing at. You know, an unbelievable pace, and he was out for almost two months with a uh, dislocated shoulder. So he is, you know, really putting together a strong season, and I'm excited for the uh, what the future holds with him and he sure locking down those one and two spots uh, for the center. And some other little pieces we have is uh, Ryan Graves played uh, his 200th uh, NHL game the other day on March March 6th. So congratulations to him. He's been uh, he's been very good since they acquired him via trade from Colorado. Um, you know, Graves has always he's been a very very reliable defense uh, defensive player. And you know, this, this season so far, he's played fifty one games, four goals, eighteen assists, twenty two points. Um, he really has proven himself to be a uh, excellent player. And it's working out really good for the Devils so far because the left side of the defense has been pretty rough. But 
now he's uh, you know he's playing playing really well, and I'm happy about that. So then, moving on, we have you know some other things. So, um, you know, and then one other uh, thing I want to talk about uh, this week too was the fact of uh, Luke Hughes playing in Michigan right now. He uh, he's been playing very well, and I'm honestly excited to kind of see what happens uh, in the future with him because they de- the Devils definitely need defensemen. That's obviously apparent, and. You know, the right side's really only being anchored down by Damon Severson and Dougie Hamilton, but, uh, you know, Damon Severson might also be on the move uh, this trade deadline because he might not want to sign an extension to stay in New Jersey. He might want to go try to win somewhere else, and, you know, that's fine. But Luke Hughes has been balling out so far in Michigan. He is, you know, he's played in 36 games, 17 goals, 19 assists, 36 points. I mean, that's that's very impressive. Um, he is definitely, definitely one of the, uh, you know, key pieces the Devils have sitting in their pipeline, especially, you know, you have Alexander Holtz and, uh, obviously, you know, you have Nico Dawes and Akira Schmidt, who have both been playing, uh, goalie for, you know, the Utica Comets and the Devils this season. They basically just keep flip-flopping back and forth and that's okay. I mean, right now, uh, Dawes has been playing pretty well, so that's working out for the Devils. But uh, you know, they uh, they definitely have a lot of work work ahead, and that's going to kind of transition into what I'm going to talk about next, which is the the future is looking bright, but it's all going to come down to these players that they have right now and who they can bring in to help these players really really become their, uh, you know, the best player that they could possibly become. And I think that starts with they definitely need some veteran wingers to come in and really help bolster those lines. I think Andreas Janssen's got to go. Thomas Tatar's got to go. There's a whole list of people I could tell you from that team that need to go right now. And, I mean, the Devils don't even have Miles Wood back yet, but he is expected to be skating uh, back on – in practice, I believe, in 7 to 10 days. So that's very good news to Devils fans, but he's probably not going to play a game this season, and that's honestly quite okay. I don't really, you know, I don't really have an issue with that. Let the man heal, come back next season. Hopefully they uh, re-sign him because this was a contract year for him and, you know, get him on a cheaper contract than he probably would have wanted and see what he can do next next season because uh, his speed was always very, very good for the Devils. And, you know, there's just there's so much that they can do with this team, but it's all going to come down to the moves that Tom Fitzgerald makes at the trade deadline. It's definitely going to be a key factor in all this, and who they can sign in the free in free agency uh, with the cap space that they have. And the final piece to this puzzle, I think, is they have to get a coach with. Uh, some winning mentality. That's that's definitely got to be one of the things to happen. Um, I really think that the, I really think it's going to happen this uh, next season because Lindy Ruff has obviously proven time and time again that he he's not the guy, and you know that's fine. But you know Lindy Ruff is brought in to help these young guys really you know 
become their own and improve their craft, which he's done. I, I will say that. I know I, you know, talk bad about him all the time, but he's definitely done that. And they got to bring in a coach that that's been to the Stanley Cup Finals and has won it, and that knows what it's like to have a winning mentality. That is something that these these kids need to start learning for this team if they want to be successful you know, further down the road, which hopefully they're not too, too far off. And, you know, that's pretty much, uh, pretty much covers just about everything that, um, I wanted to get to today regarding, um, everything that's gone on for the Devils this week and to just look into the future for the Devils this season they have uh, Colorado tonight, as I said before, and the next two games they've got this week are Thursday, March 10th. They'll be playing Winnipeg, and Saturday, March 12th, they'll be pl- they'll be playing Anaheim. So those are two ga- two games to uh, look forward to uh, towards the end of the week. And you know, I think I think they can beat Winnipeg, and Anaheim's definitely going to be a tough tough game to. Uh, you know, basically do well in, but I think, uh, you know, I think tonight they might be competitive against Colorado, but it's all going to depend on the first like five minutes of that game with, and especially with how the devils come out and handle, uh, you know, Colorado's top line. And on top of that too, the devils might be without Nico. Heischer for uh, tonight's game, which is very unfortunate. He was questionable with a lower body injury. So another thing that, you know, you don't necessarily want to hear, but he should have been playing very hard these last, you know, this entire season, basically. So we'll see what happens with that. And I will definitely keep you guys updated uh, as the game goes on tonight. So that pretty much wraps uh, everything up that I really wanted to get to. So thank you all for listening and hope you all have a great day.